Hey, everybody, fans. Welcome back to episode 7 of Ballin' with B-Show. I'm your host, Gavin B-Show. And we've got an episode today. Talk about the Dayton game, preview the Fordham game and the VCU game. So we're going to get right into that. Um, URI's only game of the week was last Saturday. Home versus Dayton. A chance to show uh, Rhode Island can play with these top-tier A-10 teams. And that was the exact opposite of what happened. Um, right away, Dayton went on a 9-0 run. Hit a couple shots. Uri didn't, obviously. Um, ever since the first like tip off, not tip, like the first bucket, it didn't really go well for Rhode Island. Uh, <clears throat> Uri ended up going down forty-one twenty-seven after getting a little bit of a uh, a comeback before halftime, and then they just got dismantled and lost by twenty-nine uh, at home. Burst Dayton, so terrible game, very bad. Um, defense was terrible, offense was terrible, everything was terrible. Nothing really worked for around. A a complaint a comp a complaint I have um, for the team is the offense. Uh, the set the set offense uh, doesn't work. All they do is they get the ball, ten seconds left and do pick and roll. They have to have better like sets. And better offensive movement if they're gonna win more games in the A10 and the A10 championship. So, yeah, disappointing game. So really, ends final player of the game though. 23 points. He almost had half a URI's points. 10 rebounds. And they had Jeff down with seven. Tyrese Martin with six. Who hasn't been shooting well the last two games? That comes and goes. But yeah, just a terrible game. Offense was bad. Defense was worse. Every time we're down and try to get something going, they just got an easy basket or layup that really diminished Uri's hopes. Jalen Crutcher led Dayton with 20 points. Jordan Davis with 12 points. Topin with 19. And Cunningham with 13. So, yeah, it just was a bad game for Uri. And look at the team stats. Uri 3 for 19 from 3, while Dayton's at 6 for 12 from 3. So... Not efficient at all. And Uri is 16 for 54, 29.6% from the field, while Dayton is 31 for 49 from the field at 63.3%. So there's an offensive domination by Dayton and a terrible defensive play by Uri. Uh, they out-rebounded on the offensive glass. Actually, on defensive glass, Dayton had 29 defensive rebounds, Rhode Island only 12. And Dayton had... Eight offensive rebounds, Zerdon's 13. Uriah had 12 turnovers. And not a lot of assists because he didn't make any shots. Because it was just a bad game in general. Very frustrating to watch. Especially a game that was very hyped up. A lot of fans were there. And they lost by 29 at home. Which is not a way you would like to see that team go out on. So, just an overall bad game for Rhode Island both ways. There was over 7,300 people, 7, people there. 95% of the arena was packed, and they gave that kind of um, effort, which it wasn't an effort problem, but as David Cox said, Will Levitin, the scholarship walk-on manager, uh, shouldn't have the most energy on the court. No offense to anyone, but he was in it the whole game, on the bench, on the sideline, and it just didn't look like um, anyone in the starting lineup but Surreal 
had um, any energy to play that game on Saturday in front of that home crowd. So, something they got to improve on. they got to mm, get better at shooting, obviously, and better defense. 13 for thir- 20 from the free throw line, 65%. It's all right. It's a little below average, but not as bad as a 3 for 19, 15% from three. So, that's that from the Dayton game. Nothing much. And if they can't hit shots, they can't win the 8-10. That's just, that's just that. So I'm going to go on to Rory's next game. Stay a little more positive here. Um, get away from that Dayton game because I don't want to mention that again. <laughs> We're going to go to Fordham, who you plays on Saturday at home at 2 o'clock. Fordham is Fordham. They're the worst team in the A-10. They're one in ten in the conference, ten and fourteen overall. They're just playing out not good. But then again, URI lost to UMass, so I don't know what to expect. Their only win was versus Massachusetts by eighteen, so they beat UMass. URI didn't, uh, sadly. And URI's lost four of their last five, which is not good at all. And this is a great way to uh end that kind of streak. There, against a beatable team like Fordham, at home. So we go over Fordham. And their best player to watch out for is Nick Honor. Fifteen point nine points a game, shoots thirty five percent from three point line, thirty nine percent from the field. So he's uh, something to look out for. Antoine Portley, their point guard, averages three point two assists a game, twelve point three points a game, thirty seven percent from the three point line. Only shoots 57% from the free throw line, though, which is not that good for a guard. And almost 40% from the field. And Chubo Holmes, their leading rebounder, averages 5.3 boards a game. Says 5.2 points. And then another guard, Jalen Cobb, 10.3 points a game. 37% from the field, 33% from the three-point line. So nothing really to look out for. Besides Nick Honor and Antoine Portley for Fordham. Again, they're not one of the best teams. They're actually the worst team, or tied second, the worst in the A-10. So, Radon's got that game. And we're going to go over their roster height. Um, we have Nick Honor, a 5'10 guard, so not the tallest. Then you have Antoine Portley at 6'4", a bigger guard. And um, Chuba Ohms is 6'8". And they've gotten one 6'10 player. He's a senior. So he, we'll see if he plays Prokop Slania. I don't know. Let's check how many minutes he gets per game. He gets around... Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot at all. Uh, I don't even see him on this list right here. But, yeah. No one above eight, 6 to 8 besides that guy. And so they're not a big team. So, easy man-to-man matchup. This can help Rody out a lot. One of their best players that's big is Dusty Bunting from Mass. He's a senior. 6-8 forward. He can shoot the three ball a little bit. So that's something to look out for. And Fordham, I think, is a good matchup for Rody, uh, especially to bounce back after four out of five 
uh, losses. So, yeah. We're going to move on to their next game, which is a huge game. It's at VCU. A team they beat earlier at home. But VCU is hot. They are they're on a good streak right now. After losing to Rhode Island, they beat Duquesne, George Mason, George Washington, St. Bonaventure, and Richmond. So, they're on a big hot streak. And they played Dayton. They dropped to Dayton on Saturday. So, a great win for Rhode Island to be to beat VCU at their court. And look over their stats, as we did earlier in the season, but we're getting later. Marcus uh, Evans, 13.5 points a game. 41% from the field. And someone, not the leading scorer, but Marco Santos Silva uh, at 9.5 points a game. He was very dangerous for URI, and I think he led the team in points that game. So he's a big force down low. And another person to look out was for Durante Jenkins, who really shot the three-ball well. 32% from the uh, three-point line and almost 40% from the field. So... Someone to look out for. And but I think their best players right now are Mark Sevens and Mark Santa Silva. So we're going to run down the height of VCU. I think I remember they're a decently sized team. Uh, with Marcus Santa Silva at 6'7, Michael Gilmore at 6'10, Marcus Evans is at. 6'2", smaller guard. Sean Mobley, 6'8", uh, tall, he's a tall shooter for them. Isaac Van, 6'6", forward. Vince Williams, a guard, 6'6". He's one of their taller guards. And Durante Jenkins, 6'5". So, on the stat sheet, it doesn't look like they're a tall team, but the people who play a lot, uh, P.J. Bird, 6'1", they have some good height. They're not tremendously tall, but they're, like, they have some tall guards. Which uh, not doesn't match Fats Russell, who's I think small in five eight, but someone like Jeff Doughton or Christian Thompson, who are lengthy, good at defense. So hoping for you to pull that one out at VCU on the twenty second. I think it is. Let me check the nineteenth. Jeez, that's Davidson, 22nd. So yeah, the 19th, 8 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. And it should be a good game if they don't... uh, If you reckon shoot, then I think they can be in that game. I think they can be in any game if you reckon shoots. And I think Dayton was a rare game where you didn't see them play good defense because they're a good defending defending team. URI has always been known for its defense. So I think I was just off game for URI, which you hate to see off games, but it happens. Not not there's an excuse for losing my twenty nine at home, but there's that. So we're gonna get into the A ten, look around it. We have the standings here. Uh, first place, uh, tie first place is Davidson and VCU at nine and two, George Mason at nine and three, Dayton at eight and three, Duquesne and St Louis at seven and five. St. Bonnie and LaSalle at 6-5. and five. URI at 5-6. and six. St. Joe's and Richmond at 4-8. and eight. George Washington at 3-8. and eight. UMass at 2-10. and 10. And Fordham at 1-10. and 10. Um, So, yeah. 
That's the standings for the A-10. Davidson, of course, rolling as well as VCU. Duquesne kind of taking a hit after a hot start. St. Louis trying to rebound from a uh, cold start. And St. LaSalle bouncing back after a very rough non-conference uh, slate. Uh, six and five in the eight ten after starting off two and ten. Same with Saint Bonaventure, they're bouncing back after a four and nine start. Ram has just lost four out of the last five. They had that momentum being VCU. They went and lost to UMass, lost to Duquesne. They beat who they beat. I'm blanking right now. They did beat. Huh. Four to the last five. Let me check. I'm pretty sure they beat St. Louis. Yeah, they beat St. Louis to get out of that hot streak, uh, cold streak, and they lost Davidson by 15 and Dayton by 29. So of course there are hard games. Not expecting to win, but there's games in the in the past where which could have really helped them. So again, you're running out their best ball right now, but if they can get a win, uh, a good boost against Fordham, and then maybe steal one at VCU. They've got Davidson and George Washington the next week. And then Dayton, St. Joe's, UMass to close out the slate. So, you're right. I still really look for a five or six seed. Which right now, they are fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Low in seventh. As you see, Bonaventure LaSalle tied in sixth. Wait, so ninth. Ninth. So that's not good right now for URI. I still think they can bounce up to five, fifth or sixth because they beat some of these teams. So I think they easily jump over LaSalle and St. Bonaventure because they beat them. So that's that. And if St. Louis or Duquesne drops, that can help them get the five or six seed. So we're getting to scores from the previous week. We're starting on Friday night, last Friday. St. Louis Gets destroyed by St. Joe's 91-61. Absolutely destroyed. And they're going to move them to Saturday while URI lost 77-48. UMass defeat Davidson 54-51. Huge win for UMass. Huge loss for Davidson. They could have took sole possession of first place, but now tied in first. Duquesne defeats Fordham after being down by 16 and a half. Um... Marcus Weathers, 16 points for Duquesne, 18 points for Nick Honor, as Duquesne escapes by 8. VCU defeated St. Bonaventure by 33 points. Marcus Evans with 12 points, uh, same with uh, Sean Mobley. Stalker with 15 points, 8 boards. And then Richmond defeat George Washington by 14 points. Uh, Jack Maceo for George Washington, 24 points. Gilliard leads uh, Richmond with 17 points. Bringing on a Saturday, the lone game of the day was George Mason LaSalle, where George Mason um, got a tough win at LaSalle, 84-76. Javon Green, 21 points, and Pookie Powell providing 18 for the Explorers. Uh, the next slew of A-10 games were on Tuesday. St. Bonaventure, St. Joe's. St. Bonaventure ends up winning by 25, crushing. Ladarian Griffin leads... St. Bonaventure with 16 points in a crushing defeat. Davidson defeats Fordham 79-69 after Kellen Grady dropped 28 points. Jalen Cobb for Fordham, another good player, 
who dropped 16 points for that team. And then we can go to last night. St. Louis defeats George Washington by 15 points. Javon Best, 26 points. DJ Williams, 21 points for George Washington. LaSalle defeated Duquesne with a nail-biting victory, 73-72. Pookie Powell, 25 points. Eric Williams, 15 for the Dukes. And then VCU played Richmond, and VCU absolutely demolished by 21-81-60. Grant Golden, 15 points for the Richmond Spiders. Marcus Evans, 16 points for the Rams. And the last game of the night was George Washington squeaking by UMass in OT, 80-75. Carl Pierre, 26 points. Otis Livingston, 21 for George Mason. As they get through, that would have been a huge game for UMass if they won. Uh, it would probably affect uh, George Mason more. But UMass is getting a lot of close games, and they're winning a couple games. So, yeah. Now we're going to move on to uh, Power 5, as we usually do. We're going to start off with the ACC in the game of the week that we had was Virginia and Duke. My prediction was Virginia would run away. Went by 7 at uh, near the end, but I was wrong again about Virginia. I don't know what it is, but they ended up losing at home to Duke by... 10, 81, 71. So, another wrong prediction about Virginia. I think I just think they're too good. I don't know. Maybe I overrate them. <laughs> Possibly. But, closer into the ACC. Duke is that in first at 10 and 1. Then Virginia bounced back on a big win versus North Carolina. 68-61 or 69-61. And that was a huge game for Virginia to bounce back after a tough loss versus Duke at home. So, as the standings show, the Blue Devils at 10-1. Virginia is tied with record with North Carolina, but leads do the head-to-head. Virginia Tech up next at 8-4 with Louisville at 8-4. Syracuse at 8-4. Florida State bouncing back. They're at 7-4 currently. NC State dropping rapidly at 6-6. And And then Clemson at 5-6. And and then Notre Dame, Boston College, Miami. Georgia Tech. Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, it just gets worse and worse and worse. But the top seven are very good basketball teams. So that's what we like to see out of the best conference in the nation. We're going to go to the Big 12 then, now. <laughs> uh, number 18, Kansas State leads that conference at 9-2. Texas Tech at 8-4. Kansas at 8-4. Baylor Bears at 7-4. Iowa State at 7-4 and drops off. Pretty much from there, after the Texas Longhorns at 6-6, six and six, you have the TCU Horn Frogs, Oklahoma Seniors, Oklahoma State Cowboys, and the West Virginia Mountaineers, tied last with Oklahoma State. So that's something about the Big 12, and Kansas keeps creeping, creeping up uh, to that first spot in the Big 12, trying to secure their 15th or 14th straight Big 12 championship. So it's going to be harder than any other year, I think. And they really got to string a few wins together and get some confidence going into the Big 12 tournament in early March. So then we can move on to the Big 10. A lot of stuff's going on. Michigan State and Michigan are at 11-3 in the conference after getting upset. Michigan State lost three straight games but bounced back. And Michigan, I think, lost a game 
I think this week or last week. Let me check. They lost to Penn State. When was this? They lost 75-69. This was Tuesday night. So, relevant. So, that puts them tied with Michigan State at 11-3. Purdue at 10-3. Maryland at 10-4. Wisconsin at 9-5. Iowa at 8-5. And and it drops off from there. Going with Ohio State, Minnesota, Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Penn State at the bottom of the conference. So, huge upset for Penn State. But... That's that for the Big tw- Big Ten. My bad. We're going to go to the SEC, where there's been a couple upsets. LSU defeated Kentucky last night. Or, yeah, last night? No. Yes, it was last night. And big win for LSU. Cements them in the SEC as a solid team. They did lose to uh, Arkansas a couple weeks ago, though, which really killed them. So they're at ten and one. Will Wade do, doing a great job for them. Old VCU coach. And yeah, seventy three seventy one victory at Kentucky is huge. They have Georgia, Florida, and then Tennessee, which everyone wants to see. Because that's just a battle for the first place spot in the SEC. While Tennessee is at a perfect eleven and zero in the SEC. You have Kentucky at nine and two, and. Ole Miss, South Carolina, it's having four and a huge drop off to Alabama, Auburn, Florida. Auburn's been quite depressing. They started off like eighth in the country and they just dropped. So not a good year for Auburn. Then Florida, Mississippi State, who had a good had a good little spurt until they started to enter SEC play. Um, Arkansas, Missouri, Texas A&M, Georgia, and Vanderbilt bringing up the rear, and then the Pac-12. Washington, 10-1. and They lose. They lost a Pac-12 game to Arizona State by 12. They lost a Pac-12 game. Now, they're going to really need to win out if they want an at-large bid in this bad, bad conference. So, Washington at 10-1 in the conference. Then it drops off from there. Oregon State, Utah, 7-4. I don't want to list off these teams. I said this last episode because they're just so bad. They're so mediocre. It's not like they're bad. They're just all mediocre. Like, they, most of them have winning records right now. Like, the top, I don't know, 12 of the 14 teams in the Pac-12 have winning records. But they're so mediocre. It's just so inconsistent and mediocre and bad. It's just bad basketball to watch, personally. So... That's the bad conference. I don't really like it at all because there's not really any competition for that first spot, which makes the things exciting in the conferences. Like it is now in the A-10, we have Davidson, George Mason, VCU, Dayton, all fighting for that top spot. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up the episode today. We do have some news, though. The first six episodes are posted on Spotify. I'm going to work on getting this one on Spotify. Just Search Ball with you show, and it should show up. And I'm also trying to submit these seven episodes on the iTunes as well. And if you look on SoundCloud, you'll see a couple episodes disappearing due to the fact that I don't have any more room on my SoundCloud account. 
So some episodes will have to disappear. While some of them will stay on. Due to the fact that it has good views <laughs> and likes. But that's going to be that. Pretty much just that news. Check Spotify, Ball with B-Show. Trying to do the same for iTunes. And yeah, the SoundCloud. Some of the episodes will be gone, but that's alright. You can work on that. And yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. Pretty much. You ride a big game. Uh, that they need to win on Saturday versus Fordham, and then a huge, uh, huge tilt uh, versus VCU on the 19th. So, yeah, that's going to end this episode. Remember, check Spotify. And uh, I'm trying to get iTunes soon. I'll update that on the next episode. And as always, roadie, roadie, roadie.